All right. Hey guys, welcome back to the Outlook Industries podcast. I'm here with Eric. How you doing, Eric? I'm not doing too bad, honestly. Nice. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again for taking some time out to come and talk to me. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's kind of first to get some context for people like who are you? Where are you from? How old are you? Those kind of things. For sure. Um, my name is Eric Christian. Uh, I kind of live everywhere right now. I'm like I wouldn't say I'm a homeless scooter rider, but I'm a homeless scooter rider. I like right. cash, I crash on people's couches and shit and like just move around the U.S. and everything. And that's about it. I just enjoy scootering and basically just simple scootering is the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like where is your favorite place to be then? My favorite you, place is probably Durango, around. Colorado. Is Durango? Durango, Colorado. Who do you live with when you're in Durango? Oh, uh, my best friend White. He's an he's an insane skateboarder from this area. Like, best style, hands down. T- taught me like all my style in scootering, to be honest. Because he like forced me to like low key start skateboarding. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm down to skateboard, and I started skating and scootering at the same exact. Oh wow, that was no, you rough. <laughs> same exact time, and uh, that's how I kind of like developed my style. I like watch a bunch of bulls skateboarding. So I right. kind of take what I can from other action sports and like develop it into my scooter riding. Yeah, I think that's really important. That's kind of what I have tried to do as well is pick up a little bit of skateboarding, a little bit of BMX, because like the style from all those different sports sure. is really applicable to yeah. what you do in scootering for sure. Mm-hmm. And there's so many unique styles in like BMX, skateboarding, and even scootering, even though scootering is like a really young sport. Right. Like, there's not a lot of like you can't really be core with scootering since it's so young, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's been um it's been quite a journey and the last few years I've seen like a lot more style be like a big thing in scootering where it used to just be like how many whips yeah. can you throw above your head, which is still happening, but <laughs> yeah, like I mean there's always going to be that aspect of scootering and that's honestly really healthy for the sport of scootering or like whatever people like to call it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Be back. Oh, we're back. Oh. All right. Sorry. I got we're back. <laughs> no, you're good. That shit was terrible. Oh, gotcha. And now it's saying input restart studio if needed. Can you see me? You're good. All you're right. good. Yeah, you can keep going. Sorry about that. Anyways, but yeah, I think it's no, super no healthy for scootering to have that. You know, I don't, I wouldn't say it's like 100% the best for scootering because there's just a lot of park riders out there that really like push themselves on Instagram to be like, famous and everything they don't like ride for scootering right. for like the instagram clout but i also think that's really good for scootering because it really like gets like scootering to like a whole different audience because you have to think about all those kids like yeah scooters like they're like getting out there they're getting tons of reach to like people all around the world not just scooter riders like even girls just random people old people everyone right yeah that that instagram side is definitely as it is like not say core or whatever um it does get our audience bigger so i think that you're you're right on the money there's like i agree with you completely on that how was your time at like woodward and stuff because i saw you were there this summer uh it wasn't too bad honestly i love woodward love everybody out there honestly woodward west 
had the best staff the whole year. Everybody freaking killed it. Uh, Carson, great boss, literally made all the events run so smoothly. I like Carson kills it. Carson does kill it. Carson's a beast and a menace. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great experience. I love being at Woodward, just being able to like conversate with a bunch of like kids all around the world, see like their outlooks on scootering and like how they view it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot right, of kids yeah, doing oh, it in totally different way, which is super sick to see. Right, and people come from all over the world to come to Woodward, so you get to meet all sorts of different people. Everyone you meet everyone pros random kids honestly i've had better times with like the beginner of the beginners than i've had with like the pro kids or anything because those are the kids that are on fire for the sport they don't have an instagram or anything they just want to exactly. learn exactly like get their bribe flip down like i think that's so awesome because then you don't have like the aspect of screwing where they're like yo i want to post this insta clip yo film me five insta clips today because you know like as long as the clips are good, but like if, if they're posting every day, then you're overfilling someone's feed and not many people are going to want to watch you. You know what I mean? Like an oversat. Right, exactly. And they're like, the over- they, turn it, they turn into like kids like me. They're like, oh, I my toe touched the ground just a little early and uh, I'm not taking it. And you're like, yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. All right. So. That just happens. Yeah, what were you saying before? I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. No, you're all good. Once again, my phone breaks. <laughs> I'm so sorry, oh, Trevor. This is probably been so good. No, you're okay. <laughs> um, Not. I can. I can edit all the all oh, the cuts wait, out. Wait. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, my phone just is so yeah. bad. I've like had this phone for five years straight. I've fallen on it. I've gotten the screen placed like eight hundred times. <laughs> you know. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know how it goes. Uh, back to what I was saying about uh, the whole like instagram thing of scootering is there is a problem with oversaturation of media a hundred percent like there's definitely so many kids like posting insta clips like i mean as long as insta clips are cool and everything but what's even cooler is when you make that edit and then you keep in your camera roll and then you look back at it you're like dang i did that a long time ago but now i can one-up that trick so i might as well post this clip like clips are meant to be saved you don't don't, you shouldn't post every single clip you have because like not every clip is no. Insta-worthy. Right. Well, I think as far as Instagram goes, I think you can oversaturate Instagram. As far as like, I think that a video part is something that you should work hard on and something that like people like need to like take time on. But like as far as Instagram, like if it gets oversaturated, it just won't do, do well. Like people will stop watching your stuff and you'll be like, oh, okay. But most yeah. people get rewarded for posting every day or whatnot. A hundred percent. And now there's the, the reels marketing and you can make money off of reels. So you have a bunch of kids grinding on that. But I also feel like right. the whole Instagram side can take away from scootering. As much as it's good to like promote and get it out there, it definitely takes apart like the whole I wanna say scootering's core, because scootering can't be core since it's such a young action sport, but it definitely takes away the core yeah. values. Cause if you look at like other action sports right. like mountain biking, skateboarding, BMX like with their full parts and their like video parts, even like skiing and snowboarding, they're like well done. They're like full videos, 40, 50 yeah. minutes long. We don't, we don't have a lot of that in scooters. Like I can name a couple videos on no. trying to like Lucid or something, but that's about it. There's not too many like big production scooter videos. There's a lot of like small 10 minute, 15 minute videos. And I feel like if we had those yeah. long videos, it would push scootering to a next better direction. I'd honestly feel. 
I would love to see like those 50 minute like ski yes. almost like ski or snowboard edit type scooter videos. That's, that's all right. that's what I want to see. Because it's it's so beautiful and how just they make not the any of that. Too. There's so much production and effort that goes into ski and snowboarding videos and that's what makes them so special. They're like 10 years in the making right. since scooter or not scootering since skiing and snowboarding is so old. Right. Yeah, and there's like full production houses and yeah. sponsors that are willing to put in the time and the effort with their <laughs> people to get those. There done. is also more money in skiing and snowboarding than there is scootering, but I feel like it just takes that right. person that's motivated and has that drive to make that full video. So, like, should we be thinking about trying to get bigger sponsors into scootering, say like Vans or Nike or some other company that likes to put money into making these videos? Do you think that'd be a good thing or do you think that would hurt scootering? I feel like we've already made that step with New Balance and Adidas. If There's, a, there's an old video a while ago of um, Cody Flom. He got a package from Adidas. It was like a huge package, like 20 pairs of shoes or something. Right. And he made like a YouTube video. He's like jumping over like 20 uh, boxes of adidas or something because they sent them out and i thought that was like super cool and that was like a couple years ago when that happened and then you could see devin sidlowski like nowadays he's uh hanging out with uh oh my gosh the skater i can't think off the top of my head but he rides for new balance and now you'll see like devin riding in new balances like all the time so i feel like there is something there a hundred percent but i feel like it's just gonna take time and effort and just getting scootering to the point to where it's not what it is now. Yeah, well, there's these companies, they're definitely sliding product because even like um, uh, Wazea, he's getting stuff, or Waza, mm-hmm. he's getting stuff from Nike and well, working with he, Nike over in Australia. The whole, the whole thing behind that, that was like a controversy video because it was more like a custom pair of shoes than Nike sending him out a pair of shoes, if you've seen that YouTube video. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the video. I'm going to be yeah, honest. I haven't it, seen the video. I just saw um, what he posted on Instagram. Yeah, a while ago, yeah, he posted that. But I, I was, like, really interested. Cause I was like, dang, that's crazy. Nike SB is sponsoring scooter riders. Wow, that's wild. Um, and I went to his right. video. It was just, like, a custom pair of shoes. And it just brings back to the clickbait effect of Instagram. Because Instagram's really big on clickbait, if you if you feel that. Yeah. Like, even back yeah, to the totally Fox days, like, kid runs over other kid with segway scooter not clickbait in the hood like you know what i mean like yeah exactly and then instagram like someone's shoes on fire standing on a scooter deck with like i'm not even gonna lie because i used to be that kid i used to be that part kid that was like i want to get views i want to be this i want to be that um but i feel like it takes a bunch of maturing to realize like what scootering should be and what it actually is compared to what people think it is because you'll have like Mad Gear, for example. Right. Why are we sponsoring fifteen fucking year olds right now? Like fifteen year olds don't need a sponsor. Yeah. No no kid under the age of <laughs> needs a sponsor. And that, that goes with skateboarding yeah, as well. That's there's there's a bunch of like controversy in skateboarding as well with Cater being sponsored have, having so many sponsors and being pro at such a young age. I mean, he's great at skateboarding, but Yeah, but he has the, that, he that. has the skills to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> he has the skills to pay the bills, but he doesn't have the mentality or like the the drive for like the kids you know what i mean because it's all about the youth that's like all action right. about it's yeah. about the younger generation and i feel like when he came out to east last year that motherfucker took a golf cart and a speaker from big white and like just started driving around and then we had to like blacklist him off of campus because he just had no respect for other people and i feel like that's a big problem with oh, really? everybody has huge egos 
And like, how can you have such a big ego when scootering such small action sport? It's uh, it's kind of pitiful. You feel? Well, well, there's a lot of like that, like ego thing that that sponsors are definitely not helping with, because 100%. it's the people without the egos that need to have the sponsors because they're the ones who are actually going to be a good role model and bring people like, like into a good mindset for the sport. Let me, let me take someone for example, Chris Fares. Chris Fares is I met him at uh, West this year. That is the most well-rounded, yeah. best scooter rider, best dude, super nice, keeps to himself. But like if kids come up to him, like he'll have like a 10 minute conversation about how awesome scootering is to a kid. And I think that's so sick. Right. But he literally lives off of just construction and all of that. And yeah. I, th- I think it's really sad because he's the world's best scooter rider. He is known in the industry and nobody wants to pick him up. Like, what does that say about scootering? If the world's best doesn't even want to be on a sponsorship. You know what I mean? Like, it just shows that how that, corporate that is, scootering has got. So I can't really name too many brands. The, that are the problem. The, well, the problem is that. And, and I see this from both sides, from talking to the people who are building these teams on these like corporate companies and the, the riders who are pro who are like worried about like getting paid and all the sponsorship stuff. And the difference is that the companies like now it's not as based on like competitions, like the competitions, while they're important, are not selling scooters because they're not these big events that people watch like x games was yeah so they're looking for these influencer kids that have a bunch of followers because that's how they're going to get to the little kids that want these scooters but that's the corporate side of it yeah there's there's that corporate side but if you look at the bigger picture not a lot of people like seeing fucking a loud ass like rap music edit like boom 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 and doing a kickless over a box like yeah that's cool and everything and yeah it can get views but the majority of people in the world, they want to see something that's visually appealing and looks good. I feel like the reason why Scooter right. hated on it so much is because a lot of people, like, they haven't developed their style. They just try throwing the craziest and the hardest tricks. And that just brings me back to the point of simple scootering and why simple scootering is the best type of scootering. If you ever looked at this account, it's called yeah. Adult Scooter Writing. It shows, like, low impact, yeah. really good stylish, like, clips, like, short clips it's definitely my favorite Instagram page right. by far. And it just shows like scootering is definitely having that step in the right direction, but it's going to be a slow process. Cause like the Instagram's account is like the best account I've ever seen. And it only has like 300 followers, which is really embarrassing to the community. Right. Well, you can see that in skateboarding too. Like there are oh, the people who are doing crazy ass, like flip kit, flip trick combos. Like, mm-hmm triple like kickback kickflip things i don't even know what's going on whatever johnny geiger does uh that kind of stuff but But they're also like the pros and the people you're seeing are just like doing simple stuff off weird or bigger objects yeah and it's it's also it comes down to uh spots you know how appealing the video is and how appealing the spots are because a lot of scootering videos i'm not going to hate on anyone anybody in specifically but you'll see a lot of videos where it's like wow, it's a flat rail, it's filmed really cool, but, like, the area is disgusting. The area does not look cool. It's just, like, yeah. and I feel like if there's more, what I take, because I'm, like, working on my full port at the moment, and uh, I take right. pride in, like, the spots and how pretty it looks around the spots, the greenery, the ground, the, how the stairs look, how the rail looks. Like, everything, it can't, 
Everybody looks for that perfect rail they can hit, but you don't want that perfect rail. You want that sketchy rail that just shows like that's hash. That's raw. Like I want that. I want to yeah, see more of exactly. that. Like, yeah. Like Apple Orchard, for example, great video, amazing video, amazing spots. Everything about that video is perfect. And it, that's, that's what just shows like Apple Orchard is the right direction in scootering and native. Same with ethic right. as well. But yeah, you know how it is with like big corporate sponsors. Like, well, I like how the scooters are getting bigger and there's just like more attention to the art of scootering, not yeah, necessarily true. the the performance of it, but the art in it. Mm-hmm. And how same thing with like skating. It's like why, yeah, it's like how you film it, where the spots are, what the spot looks like, and like what you're wearing, mm-hmm. and true. what like just the whole like vibe of the shot is and keeping that consistent throughout the video yeah a hundred percent um and a lot of videos they have like spots that aren't really the vibe for that that video you know what i mean like if yes. you have a, if you have yes, a soft, sure. if you have like a really like slow soft song you're gonna want gritty spots you know what i mean because you're gonna want right. to like have that like yeah. softness through the ears but you want to hear that grit of the scooter like you know what i mean like it just shows like, like riding over bricks. Yeah, like that's so pretty. It sounds so <laughs> good. Like Forrest, take for example, he um yeah. Devin Sidlowski, he did this crazy uh decade push. He did like a 360 decade, put his front foot on the deck and did like a huge push. And you heard it when he popped. It was like like it it just sounded pretty. And I feel like a lot of scootering doesn't yeah. take pride in like the like instrumental fact of scootering and you need to hear it. Like I hate I hate videos being music videos. You know what I mean? Like a lot of scooter yes. videos nowadays are just music, no audio of the scooters. And I love hearing like what the scooter sounds like, how the person rides the scooter. If he rides it loose or if he rides it tight, if it sounds like doing or it's like, right. <sighs> like I feel like yeah. that's also a big part of scootering as well is the microphone and how, how good everything sounds. Take for example, what's I that? love how what's you say tighter? that because what were you saying? Yeah, I love how you say that because, like, the audio is so important. Like, I just love hearing just, like, either the cars going by or, like, the wind around you or whatever. Just something, like, that you wouldn't normally hear that puts you in that moment for that video. So that puts you in, like, this is what the scooter sounds like. This is what the, you can almost, like, feel what the rider's feeling, like, through the mm-hmm. audio. And that, I take pride in audio editing. Like, if you go on my Instagram on like some old clips, you can hear like I put time and effort into my audio. Like it'll go right. in yeah. there it'll be like and you'll hear my scooter come back into sound. It'll sound good. Like a lot of kids like they just they just post in reels, you know? Just reels, no no scooter audio. And reels automatically takes the audio away from the video so you can hear more of the sound of the music. Which is mm-hmm. kind of like pitiful to scooter and that's why I think raw clips and on Instagram are definitely like the key. I, I wouldn't say like edits are bad or anything because edits are super fun to make and they're super fun to watch. But you can't make your edits like fifteen minute or not fifteen minutes because Instagram doesn't make fifteen minutes, but like twenty seconds of slow mo and then like a clip and then twenty seconds of someone falling and then a clip. Like nobody wants to watch that. People like quit yeah. fast media nowadays. Like if you're gonna post a clip, just post oh, your raw. The- so, yeah, the one when people post one clip, but they edit like their one fall like four times and then they end at like the end and then the run up and then they do the clip and it's like a 30 second video of one clip. I'm just like, bro, 
I don't want to watch that. Just post the raw. Like, I'm just going to yeah, exactly. I'm not going to watch that. And like, I hate talking yeah, about exactly. scootering, but scootering, we're, scootering is Instagram. Like, we became how we are nowadays because of Instagram, not because of YouTube. Like, skateboarding, they become, they became right. skateboarding because of YouTube. But we're more of the younger generation. Like, we're growing off of Instagram. And like, right. a lot of people will hate on like the IGTVs and like shops, like reposting like, videos of uh scootering on instagram and they're like instagram isn't going to be forever yeah. but instagram is going to be forever like think about how much effort um the founders putting into like metaverse and trying to incorporate instagram with the metaverse. Right. like if you have those videos on instagram it's on, gonna like, be that, around yeah it's gonna be around forever and it's it's also it's also like very beautiful because you can't get a lot of views on youtube and get like scootering out there as much i think it's really cool when like a shop will have a youtube channel and they'll post the full video on the igtv because then you'll you'll be able to see right. it. a lot of people are going to want to watch switch uh apps to go watch a video yeah i think that instagram it's like it feels really like disconnected from like your followers i guess or at least for me it does it feels like you and especially when things go like viral you're like these might be fake accounts how would i know like i, I have no engagement with these people whereas in youtube i feel a little bit more connection as far as like it feels more real like the views feel like they mean more yeah i i love youtube i post youtube videos i got like two thousand subscribers on youtube i i don't yeah, post nice. that often but i love posting on youtube because it's like really fun to make like a three-minute video upload it and then just let it sit for like a couple months and then go back and watch it because you'll know it's going to be in that same exact quality because instagram they do do a lot of like compressing on the video and destroying the quality so they can keep more memory for their storage systems so if you look back on like older yeah, clips of you, sure. you'll see how shitty like the clips look cause because instagram really wants to preserve like the new content right that's very true i think that this is just a really good like explanation of how like just our whole generation is working outside of scootering too like just in general it's yeah. just like the fast content nothing like you're posting for somebody else like it feels like people aren't even posting for themselves anymore which is Not how it even. should be yeah i've and i i'll be honest personally i've fallen into that loop when i first moved out to denver um from ohio i was out of it like my mental state was really bad i was not another brewski out <laughs> um yeah did you get that oh my god yeah that blew up on you <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> awesome. oh no <laughs> that was awesome anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to what i was saying um yeah i forgot my train of thought you're gonna have to ask me another question uh, no you're good we were just talking about like how the uh how this instant gratification and the uh the not posting for yourself posting for somebody else trying to get those views yeah um i feel like nobody posts for themselves it's not it's not posting for yourself if you're posting for no. because if you really wanted that video yeah. for yourself you just keep it on your phone as a raw clip people post it to instagram because they want or other people to see it that's right, like the that's whole thing true. With I think that you like, want your friends to see your shit. Yeah, you're you're trying to get other people's views. Yeah, you don't you don't, don't really. Look I've at always it. tried to like. I've tried to mentally always think about 
social media in general as like, this is almost like a scrapbook of my life that I can look back on. Cause I think that that's way healthier to look at than being like, Oh, this didn't get many views. I'm going to delete it. Like, mm. like more of a portfolio almost feeling. I, 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 can get I know that. lots of people don't look at it like that. I, I can. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I personally, <laughs> personally, that's not my outlook on it at all. Um, right. I have a completely different outlook. If you look on my Instagram, I have probably like 800 videos in my archive. You're just edits and everything. But I'll have like my favorite clips of like all time, like on my Instagram, like I'll have my photos. Like I like making my Instagram more personal. So then Instagram isn't what people think it is. And everybody has a weird view on Instagram. Like I already know me talking about Instagram right now is going to bring like a bad rep onto me because I've been talking about it so much. But it's really important to scootering. It's like our biggest platform we have. And I like I like making my Instagram Instagram account personal, like. When people come to my Instagram, they're going to see uh, my recent clips, my film photography, and that's it. Like, I don't want, because nobody yeah, really, right. unless you're like really into a rider, you're not going on someone's page and just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Like, you're going to look at a couple clips and be like, dang, they're really good. Let me hit follow real quick. You know, it's not going right. to be, I'm going to scroll through yeah. the whole Instagram and see if they're good. It's going to be the first brand new clips. And that's why, like, you should keep your clips fresh. Don't. Don't do tricks you've already done. Make sure everything's new. Like, even it doesn't even have to be a hard trick. Right. Just a small, simple learn. Like, you know the the silly little trick where you like take your feet off your scooter, you let it go, and then you let it spin on the ground, and you hop on it, like on this corner of your deck. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw a clip the other day of this Russian scooter rider. Shout out to all the Russian scooter riders out there. They are supporting the fuck out of <laughs> so my Instagram. True. If I didn't have Russians on my Instagram, <laughs> nice. I would have no followers. I love the Russian community. They're great. <laughs> um, but anyways, I saw this kid. He literally just posted that clip. It just made it look super good. Like feet were spread apart, bounced on his scooter, made it off the deck. He actually did it on some granite. Um, and he was like, and he like popped on it. It looked so good. And it was like a two second clip and it had like 5,000 views. And I know for a fact that's right. like not all scooter riders. Cause like Russia has like, they have a lot of, what's it called? Social media like bands on in that country. I know, like, it's not going to be a lot right. of bot followers. It's going to be, like, real people. They go through a different source, which, like, is really cool. I love I right. love finding out about, like, like communities that are just super far away because you really find insights on scootering that you haven't learned before. You know what I mean? I follow a ton of European scooter riders. Really niche. Different. Yeah, those niche scooter. Like, um, I've gotten a little into, like, the Swedish Swedish community, Swedish or the Swiss, Swedish. not the Swedish, the Swiss, the Swiss, oh, Swiss, like Swiss, Swiss Alps and all them. Yeah, the my bad. Yeah, yeah, that those guys like just everybody in the Swiss area is cool. Yeah, no, for sure. I I love everybody in Europe. I have a bunch of friends. I met a bunch of people like my campers at Woodward. A bunch of them were from like Europe and everything. Like this kid I met yeah. throughout the summer. His name was Milan. He was like the coolest kid I've ever met. Like he was so chill down to earth, just wanted to scooter, didn't want any Insta clips. Like he would come up to me on my OSI shift. He's like, Hell yeah. like, you working right now? I'm like, uh, yeah, I am. He's like, well, you're going to ride with me. And I was like, I guess I am. I have nothing else to do. And so we just ride my yeah. OSI shift and it would be like super sick. Hey, there's my, there's my, yeah. Wyatt. we were just talking about you. This is Wyatt. 
This is the craziest skateboarder you'll ever see. This What's is up, Wyatt? Uh, yes, Wyatt. Outlook Industries. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, is this your interview? Yeah, this is like the little interview I'm doing oh, for sure. Sounds sick. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But that's why he's an insane skateboarder. That's the fool who taught me like everything I need to know about like my scooter style. Because he like critiques it as like a good yeah. friend. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I love when people do that as well. Like just the, the and like the creativity side like you're definitely one like i love your creativity and how you like seed spots way differently than i would oh thank you thank you. i really appreciate that trevor i really appreciate that yeah and i um, really love the creative side like i think that if you do something and i'm like i would have never thought about doing that then i just like it immediately like lights something up in my brain i just like love the creativity side you for sure <laughs> You love creative scootering. You need to check out. It's like Jake Raddington. He is the next big name in scootering. I swear to God, this fool will be better than Eden. Anyone in the world. Like, just for style, how he does his tricks, how he flows. Overall, everything about this kid's style is perfect. And people need to watch Jay and just learn from him. Like, I met Pierce DeBrinsky. J-A-Y? Where- um, what would you say? It's J A Y G R A T T O N. Um, I don't know what his Instagram. He has like six thousand followers at the yeah. moment. But literally, like last week, he had. Like, yeah, I'm following him. Or something. Yeah, he's insane. The best scooter rider. Yeah, I, I love this style. Yeah. Everything he does is just beautiful, well executed. Oh, and people just need to learn. Like, I get on. Wait. I'm not even gonna lie. Yes, like, I, yes I, this I, kid. Yes. Yeah. You know. You know. You see him now. You know. Yes. I. About. I saw him got reposted by like. Yeah. I got. I saw him re- get reposted by like Undialed, and that's how I found him. We've been. Um, we've been friends since he's had like but, a thousand followers on Instagram, and then he got reposted, and everybody started following him. He is the next yeah. big scootering, next to like Riley. He just adds that extra little like, that little bit of like sauce that no one yeah. else does. He just has yeah. that sauce. I don't know how you like the sauce. Do 100%, that. Hundred percent. That's what I've been saying. He's got the sauce. A hundred percent. It's all about the sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Also, do you have any? Uh, can... Yeah. Go. Go. Oh, I, I. No, you go. You go right ahead. I was. I was wondering. Uh, do you have any like connections with companies, or are there any companies that like you really like? Um. Right now, I love Ethic. I think Ethic is the next, like, best step in scootering. It's a really good company good name uh yeah and they make really good like uh product posts like everything about ethic just shows how core scootering is about to be ethic is top right and have the best riders like who's gonna hate on nick tedrick and tommy crush cruciano like top 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 league dogs you know what i mean like it no, is they have the, the stacked team for mm-hmm. sure but me personally i don't have any connections with like any type of i guess you would say like team managers or anything i don't really like look on that side of scootering that much i uh i watched this video right. a while ago of white trash really i'm pretty sure 90 percent of the scooter community is like how to get sponsored or whatever and like the main thing he talked about would just not try don't look at sponsors like i think i follow ethic no. and that, that's about it i follow like six or seven pros but most of like the people in my following are my yep. close friends like i don't like being that guy that's following like yeah like I, I get it's good. It's good to have, but I feel like less scooter media you see, the more you can develop your style. Right. I've been trying to do follow more 
other action sports. Yeah, I follow a lot of skateboarders. Because like, like, that's where Bird I get the inspiration Lane. from. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you want to get into bowl scooting, I love bowl scooting. That's like my favorite type of scootering. I've yes, never dude. done equipped bowls. Ten foot bowls are my shit. Um, but uh, if you watch skateboarders, like I do a lot of tweaks in my airs. Like if you see me, I'll come up on the coping and I'll push my deck over the coping. Like what skateboarders do, they'll air, they'll kick their deck out, and they'll bring right. it back into the coping. My favorite skateboarder, uh, Carl Berglund and Ronnie Sinovo, they do that huge tweak. They like almost snap it. It's like, and then they land back in the transition. It's like they hit a brick wall and then go yep. back. And I think that side of screwing of just airs, like Jay Burke, that fool, like, inspired me to ride bowls. He, like, had this self-filmed instant clip of him hitting this air. He went straight up and then went, pink. Like, just tweaked it all of a sudden. Like, it didn't look like he was about to turn. It looked like he was about to go straight up and then land fakie. And that, like, inspired me. That was, like, two years ago. And ever since then, I've never stopped riding bowls. I've been up in love with bowls ever since then. Yeah. I watched, like, um, Charles Padel ride bowls. Charles Padel is a great example. And, like, yeah. And I just am, like, wow. I, like... Bowl scootering is so sick. Just bowls in general, because like nobody's riding like the, vert, the big air and stuff like that. Logan Fuller, for yeah, example, Logan, bro, he has an insane style. Ethic or not, not ethic. Aztec, they're dropping that new video soon. It's gonna be lit. You already know. I'm already. I'm so stoked for the video. Yeah. I love Logan Fuller's style. That yeah. guy kills it. He is the definition of what we need. Motherfucker lost, lost like three three teeth and was like, ah, I don't even want to repair it. I'll take a hundred dollars. It's no big deal. Like he just has gaps in his teeth and he's chill with it because he loves scootering. He's not looking at scootering for clout, for girls, for anything. He's looking at scootering because he loves the passion of scootering. And I think that's what's so special right. about Fuller. Is Logan from Denver? I'm pretty sure he's from Denver, right? Is he? I have no idea. I I haven't really researched him. I, I just love his style. Yeah, he's got really good style. I think I could swear that him and Isaac like kind of like were the Denver crowd. I love. But I could Isaac. be wrong in that. Isaac is my yeah. favorite pro. That he was the first fool like in Denver. Not one of the first fools, but one of the first fools that like hyped me up and got me like, dang, I love Denver. This thing, this is sick out there. So I was riding the <laughs> park. There's this huge like kink rail. It's like it's like a kink flat kink. And I was just doing like 50-50 yep. backflips on it, 50-50 double whip. It's like an old video on my YouTube channel. You can like watch it if you want to. Um, I yeah. did a bunch of tricks on this rail. And Isaac, every single time I landed something, he would go, yo! And then I would come up there and he'd hype me up. He would pat me on my back. And that gave me inspiration to hit another trick. And I think that's what's so special is we have those positive scooter riders in the community, like pushing the younger kids to get better and like, push themselves and show like their full potential. And that's what I love about Isaac because he really like helped me get out there. Like he was the only, only guy that like helped me get out to Woodward East uh, two years ago when I worked there, I was like, yo, Isaac, like I really want to go out here and get this job. Like, is there any way like I can put your name down as a reference? And he was like, for sure, dude, I got you. Sent me all of his like contact information I needed down. And I got the job at East. Like nice. Isaac Miller, is my favorite dude. I love that guy. He's such a humble yeah, dude. Yeah, Isaac is so cool. Yeah. I haven't had too much time to hang out with him, but the few times I have, he's just like a sweetheart of a human being. Yeah, he's he absolutely sweetheart. Legend. I love him. <laughs> he always has he's a got smile on his face the best tail whips. Oh, yeah. Literally, like, whips it out. I like adding a north to my yeah. tail. Yeah. You know, 
kick it back, like kind right. of keep the deck slanted, kick that front foot out, and like keep that toe pointed. I feel like that was right. really pretty. Yeah, you have really you, you really think about that too, which is takes a lot. Like lots of kids are always moving on to the next trick, but I think if you have like a beautiful set of basic tricks, like 100%. that's way more valuable. Yeah, I'm not personally. I'm not a big fan of bar whips. Like that is the one trick I low key hate on. Like I I think it's a great trick. Why? Oh, right. I'm curious. You're curious. All right. I feel like <laughs> bar it. whips can't really be executed in the type of way people want to execute them. When people do a bar whip, they do the bar and then the whip. I feel like when you throw that bar, it's going to... I watched this uh, clip from Nick Tedrick. Like, I think it was two or three weeks ago. He did like a bar, caught it right here. And that inspired me. I was like, dang, that was super cool because he threw the bar, caught it right here, and then tweaked it out. So what I started doing with my bar whips... Excuse me. As I threw it, caught it right here, and then with my bar right here, I throw the tail up late, and then I tweak my arms out. I realized it started to like look a little bit better. The more I kept doing it, though, the shitter they got. They like kept looking uglier and uglier. And I feel like bar whips that one trick that like you can't really get comfortable with. Like you could throw it all the time; it's a really easy trick to throw. Like people do it flat, but it's a really ugly trick to get on film. Like nobody wants to see that bar first. Bars and scootering. They're already hated on enough. Like, you might as well just do a whip bar. You know, it's the way people do bar spins in. Are whip bars stiff? You got to do a whip bars better than bar whips. Whip bars are hundred percent better than bar whips, hands down. I also don't fuck with rotors. Rotors are ugly. Rotors are so ugly. Uh, That's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I I haven't seen hardly any rotors. I mean, you're. Full heels, I'm so jealous of. (laughs) I love full heels. Your full heels look so good. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I love your backflips, so... Hey, you got that on me. Oh, really? Thanks. I I want to learn how to backflip. I wish I I could just throw them anywhere, like Sam and you. You guys just do backflips wherever you want. I'm not a... I used to be able to front flip. I've done a front flare once, and a cash roll. (laughs) I saw that cash. The cash roll was fire yeah i did it that was I really a, good this pro bmxer was giving me tips and he was he taught me how to do a proper casual i don't remember his name he's like really australian and i was like, yeah like you do 180 up. and then like a flare yeah right that's how you're supposed to do a casual instead of a front flip 360 yeah the front flip 360s are ugly i like cash rolls i think it's an amazing trick no one can do them right have you um seen his name's jack walsh have yep. you, have you heard of jack walsh Jack has really good. Jack has really Jack. good cash rolls. Mm-hmm. Jack has good cash rolls, and he has the most amazing three backflip threes I've ever seen in my entire life. He does the backflip, holds it, and then tweaks his body out to spin. And I do I do that with my five forty. Yeah. Like I'll do a three, I'll tuck the last part up into my butt, and then I'll twist my body to get that extra one eighty yep. around. And he does the same exact thing with his flip threes. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he has that good of control. I don't know what his parents are feeding him. Yeah. But that kid is like <laughs> yeah. a big thing. <laughs> like he, bro, must be eating his veggies yeah. or something. I've seen the ugliest flips and also the prettiest flips, and it's like I, it's so easy to do them bad. Literally, add Delaney Ball. Um, but I think flips are a weird trick. Personally, it's a it's really yeah. It's a I can't even describe what what type it would even what category of trick it would fall under because it's like 
flip is not its like own. It's category. acrobatic. Yeah, acrobatic. Yeah, definitely. I would have to say that. <laughs> sure. Like BMXers, they do a lot of flips, but I'm more to the side of I don't want to flip ever. Like unless I'm going to a resi. Yeah. Because I'd rather get hurt like going on like a ten stair in the streets or even like a five rail. Like I'd rather get hurt doing that right. than doing like because you get fucked up on flips. I've seen some fools get bodied working at Woodward, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to try that like ever in my life. I just saw you literally eat the concrete and be like, yeah, it's no big deal. I'm going to do it again. Like I, I have that mentality for like big sets, but flips not too much. Cause I know the risk factor there is in flips. Well, the thing that helped me is I did a lot of like tricking and like parkour stuff mm-hmm. before I did oh, on, ever did it on scooter. Sure. I got body at the park. So that gives me time. like that air awareness. I was doing parkour at West like the very beginning, I think it was week one because I was on intro to action. Like I was with all the younger kids that are trying to get into action sports. And I was trying, I was low-key trying to right. show off for my campers. I'm like, I'm not parkour or anything, but I ride a scooter. Shout out scooter. Scooter's the best. Um, and I started swinging from bar to bar. <laughs> I caught onto this bar and I like swung too far. And I like went flat on my back and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't get out it, of your In that parkour gym or? Oh no, that was at the outdoor. Or at right? the gym the outdoor with the yellow bars oh yeah i was swinging yeah. i like flipped Yikes. back I was like, nope <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all my all my little kids were like oh no eric's hurt because they like loved me like the whole week they're like no 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 they came up to me, like, i'm good i'm good i can't breathe i can't breathe but i'm good <laughs> like, i can't breathe <laughs> speaking of can't breathe yeah. um speaking of oh. <laughs> no you got it speaking of woodward like is poco loco like gonna leave at any point did you hear anything about them tearing that out yeah it's uh it's a risk factor it's a terrible i love it the is park, I, the flow they said the they were park. gonna tear it out when i was there yeah that that's what they said with me i doubt they're gonna tear it out i don't have a lot of hate on woodward but there is some aspects of woodward that i'm not a big fan of and like i feel like we could get treated better as employees like they always hold like you're at Woodward over your head. And I feel like that's not really fair because if I really mm-hmm. wanted to work somewhere and make money, I could work at fucking Frisch's or like McDonald's and make more money working there the whole summer than I can make at Woodward. And like, yeah, it's yeah. awesome to have those skate parks. And yeah, it's awesome to have that like environment, but you can't really hold that. Like, Oh, you're working at Woodward. You have the opportunity to ride all these parks because you're not really riding those parts. I didn't start riding hard until like week eight because I needed my body yep. to be able to teach instruction. Like it's not fair to yes. hold that over yep. your head. Same. Yeah. And that's yeah, what the I last said. time I was there was kind of brutal because they had the, they held the, they didn't really hold it above my head, but I got hurt like the third day I was there, like dislocated my ankle, like was yeah. out. And they were probably um, like stressing on and it. They thought you weren't going to teach the kids, but like they don't understand that people want to be there. People are there for the freaking kids. Like they're not there to ride the skateboard. It's like, yeah, you get those like 18 year olds that you hire. Don't hire an 18 year old. And you look at his Instagram. He's just, posting there are some kids that are there to get pro. Yeah. That's just how it is. That's just Woodward. You live in California. You have though that, that kids, you have those kids applying like, you got to be more more self-aware about who you're hiring. You can't just hire yeah. anybody off the street. And I feel like Woodward has a very big problem of getting that you can you can work at Woodward. You don't have to be good at Woodward. You just have to be a great person. And I feel like Woodward yeah. doesn't have that great person value anymore. The whole 
the whole thing behind Woodward is like you make your, your kids experience the Woodward experience, but Woodward doesn't have that experience anymore since we've been bought out by powder. Everything's corporate. We can't really do the old stuff we used to be able to do like in the past, like make those like special memories. Like there's definitely like a lot of rules and like stuff you just can't do anymore. Like now we got to lock every single cabin every single day. Like kids can't go into their cabins when they need to get supplies. They have to find someone to unlock their cabin. And usually that dude isn't even doing his job. He's just really? hiding out in someone else's cabin. And it's really disappointing to see like the area that Woodward's going into. Like, I love it. I have so much passion for Woodward. I would love to be able to like make Woodward better. But right now the state that Woodward's in, it's just, it's disgusting. It's really pitiful. And it's, it's just downright like sad. Like every kid I have ran into was like F Woodward. I hate Woodward. Why am I here? I want to go home. Ah, 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 this, that. And like, you look at it and like, you'll see a lot of people be like, wow, they're a spoiled little brat. They're, they're, um, not they're not having the fun like the fifteen hundred dollar camp their parents put so much money into sending them to this camp but like they want to leave because they could go to their local and have more fun their parents couldn't have spent the money right. it's not a lot of the kids that are wanting to go to woodward it's a lot of the parents that are wanting their kids to go to woodward so they can get a vacation most of those kids would love to just chill yeah. at the locals with their local homies and woodward doesn't have that vibe anymore of like making friends or anything there's a bunch of clicks there's fights there's Everything that happens at Woodward, like, yeah. is not how it used to be. We used to not have fights at Woodward. There used to not be drama. There used to not be kids trying to, like, kill each other. But now that's a thing, and it's really yeah. embarrassing, and it's sad. It's really sad to see Woodward it fall is, It is really sad. Downfall. It's, it's like the people that used to want to go to Woodward and the, were able to go to Woodward because they loved the sport and because they wanted to get better are now being, like, pushed out. Like, they're not able to. And I think a lot of it has to do with just the state of the country in general, just like that those people that are actually passionate and want to go to Woodward to get better, just don't have the funds or the ability yeah, to. And that's, that was me when I was a kid. And I wanted to go to East so bad. It was only like a six hour drive, but my, uh, we, my, me and my family, we went through like a really hard, um, I guess hardship you say my mom passed away. when I was like 13 years old or whatever. Like it took a toll on oh, me and my family. Oh no, it's no big deal. Of course you learn how to like get over stuff like that. But I really, like, wanted to go to Woodward, but we weren't financially stable after that. Like, we couldn't, like, send me out to Woodward. So, like, the first chance I get, I applied to Woodward. I was like, yo, I got the job. I can go out to Woodward. This is so special. And, like, it was special for, like, the first week. And then you really see, like, what Woodward is. And then you're like, damn. Yeah. I've been watching this since I was, like, 12 years old. And now I'm just disappointed in the camp. It's really, like... It's like losing a dog almost. It's like it's like losing <laughs> yeah. really important to you. Like Woodward is a lot of kids' dreams, and like you'll see like the kids that didn't have a lot of money, they'll grow up and they'll work at Woodward, and they'll be like, "Damn, like this isn't how I imagined it." And it really yeah, bumps a lot of like workers out because a lot of a lot of the workers at Woodward they didn't have like the money to go as a kid. There's and a reason they're working they there. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and now they see it, and they're like, "Ah, dang, dude." I'm glad I didn't come here as a kid. And that's really disappointing to see. Yeah. A lot of people lose, and then lose you, their passion for Woodward in the first week, I feel. There's not that many of people that are now like they were campers like every year and then they transitioned into being employees mm -hmm. and they're still employees. There's not that many of those people anymore. I know I probably know about three kids that came up to me and said they wanted to be a counselor. 
and that's really sad. And it's like all the kids just hated on the camp. And I was just like, wow, yeah. this is really sad to see. Like, well, the, Ryan Sheckler the, used to just be a big name in scootering, and now the whole scootering skate, not skate staff, but the campers, they just hate on him. They bully the guy. Like, he is the face yeah. of Woodward, and he's getting straight bullied, like, everywhere he goes. Just sad. <laughs> I, used to, I used to look up to Ryan Sheckler so when I was rough. a kid. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. for Ryan. Like, that must be tough. Well, he's in a very important position, I think, now that he can oh, make perfect. a difference if he... If he wants to, if he, if. well, unless powder gets in the way, which is the real problem. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's not great that we're owned by a ski company or, you know, like it's a ski resort company. Like I don't think it's yeah. the greatest idea that we're bought out by that company. Well, the problem is that there wasn't really another way to do it because I don't think Woodward had the money after COVID to no, really. The, the whole thing was Gary, the guy who owned it, he got into real estate. So once he got into real estate, he sold Woodward and started making his money off of that real estate side which is really oh gotcha. yeah yeah gary like, didn't want <laughs> you can look up that. if you look up gary reams real estate like you'll see his profile it's pretty funny yeah he's oh, he's nice. doing good for himself which is really happy to see but it's just really sad to see that he sold it to terrible people he just wanted to make money out of it rather than keep the legacy going right yeah <laughs> well i think in putting myself in gary's position selling it to an action sport company like powder was probably all like he had good intentions of doing a hundred percent. It just didn't pan out. Powder didn't have good intentions. Right. Mm-hmm. You, well, yeah, they're just trying to cash cow it. They are. It, you can't really do like, it's, well, it's hard because you can't really do that because it's the same reason why, like you can't open an indoor skate park that makes money mm-hmm. without it being like a church oriented thing. True. True. Um, because I've like always wanted to do that. I'm like, I want to own like an indoor skate park, and then I'm like, you when you look at the actual seat. like business side of it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> you got to have a skate church, which is just skate church, <laughs> so that you can avoid the the taxes, and you have to try to avoid the um, super steep insurance. And that because that that's even really like, the problem is that the increase. insurance is dummy. I think also skate churches are really good because it. I've never been into a skate church and there's been like a bad person in there or someone that's had a bad attitude. Like every time I've gone into a skate church, every single person there is humble and happy and stoked to be at the skate park. Like you'll, you'll go to like some indoor skate yeah. park. It's like, I want to go to Wendy's. I don't want to be here right now. Let's go right street. Let's go to the outdoor. F this indoor. I hate my membership. Like you can't act like that. Like yeah. you gotta be, you gotta be happy that you can ride when it's raining. Like, and I feel like kids just right exactly or snowing or whatever. Yeah, climate. That's what's awesome about indoor skate parks. But indoor skate parks are a thing of the past. I feel like in probably like five years now, there's going to be like three indoor skate parks in the world. Because like, who wants to go to the indoor skate park? They only make money in the winter time or in a rain season. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for them. I think that there is not anybody capitalizing on that opportunity because there needs to be like, it goes along with the contest scene, I think, which is kind of dying out, which is why you think they're going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I love contests. I think contests are really great for the scootering environment. Like, like how this yeah. so I think so too. Like they have, they've literally done so yeah. well this year with like promoting it. Like, I already know that event's going to be freaking popped off. I already know there's going to be tons of people there. Are you going? Um, I don't know yet. I might. I might not. I, I just have to figure out what I'm doing this week. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, I'm headed down there at some point. What? Yeah. Yeah, when Lake Havasu. So super I'll be there for a couple days. Yeah, I like uh, the spring break events when they have the spring break events because I don't yeah. know. There's something about riding your scooter when girls are watching that just makes it groovy. <laughs> like whenever the girls are even like a yeah. even like a homie's girlfriend like. I'll go crazy at the skate park if a homie's girlfriend's there. Or even like it's a skater girl. I'll be like <laughs> doing the biggest grinds and the craziest tricks, learning new tricks. Like I love I love the fact that girls are starting to ride scooters and skateboards and everything because I feel like that's gonna be also like a big side of scootering. Like getting like girls on scooters yeah. is like next level. Like I've I follow Yeah. I follow more Russian girl scooter riders than I do follow like American girl screw riders because there's not too many American girl screw riders, but I can name like a couple off the top of my head. I can't pronounce their names right, but I can name their Instagrams off the top of my <laughs> head, you know? Um, right. Like Delaney. Yeah, Ball there's some really good European. Of like an, a good American girl scooter rider. She is top tier, but then you'll have yeah. those clout chasing girls that are just boasting bunny hops, and it's like, no wonder you're getting 80 views. There's just you're one girl like, that I follow. What's your name? I think she's from Spain. I don't, gosh, I don't remember what her name is. Hmm. But she's doing like, like 12 stair handrails and. Oh, um, like it's actually like really good. M, it's like underscore M something. And it's like millennial or something. You know, I know who you're talking about because she was in. The yeah. COVID. And she's like also like, Mia, she's also Mia, model. She also models. Mia. Oh my gosh. What is her name? But yeah, she's from Spain. I, I yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. She's really freaking good. And a good style too. For yeah. Her. She's really good. And she, she rides with like her boyfriend, like skates. I think. Oh, really? And she That's scooters. Super. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If if I remember right. Yeah, I feel like it sounds so bad to say. Um, but I feel like a lot of the times with girls scooter riders, and I'm not saying this to like come off as any sort of way, like, but a lot of girls scooter riders yeah. at the skate park to get with guys, even like skater. I, I hate saying girls scooter riders because they're not too many. Like. A lot of just girls that come to the skate park with like skateboards, BMX, bikes, anything. Like, you know, they come to the skate park to get boys. And that's a big problem with scootering. Like my local or in not, Denver not even to get boys. What do you what do you to mean? To get by like that? attention, I think sometimes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. They're definitely like attention seekers. Like my local um, back in Colorado, Railbender. The first summer I moved out there, there was not a time I didn't go to the skate park and there was five girls there. I progress. I mean, I, I'm a shout out to those girls that came to the p- park every day. Like I progressed so good, but like, <laughs> it's just sad. Like it just, I feel like girls need to like have more passion about scootering, which is like rough to say. Well, do I'm you think scooter. that? Do you think that there, there are the side, there are the girls that aren't doing it because they don't want to be included with that stereotype. Maybe I feel I, I feel that as well. A hundred percent. Delaney Ball like, is the definition of what a girl scooter rider should be you know i feel like she's yeah. overall like well-rounded has a good style yeah she posts like the annoying reels in the slide posts but she's getting scootering out there to like the girls um engagement you know what i mean a lot of girls yeah. follow her she goes out to woodward like a lot of cheer cheer girls follow her i like probably this year at woodward was the most amount of girls i've ever seen riding a scooter staff and campers included like there's just people riding on that's scooters awesome. and i think that's so sick just seeing like um do you know do you know ella ella jensen no i do not out of roller skates 
I couldn't tell you. She Maybe. roller skates, and she's. Do you know who? Do you know Owen? Owen Jensen? Yeah, you do. He was at the, yeah. um, the tra- the Tuesday thing. Oh, I know Ella. Oh my gosh, yes, Spinderella. Yes, I know. Yeah, Ella. she's sick. Yeah, she is super. Yeah. cool. Quad she is so cool. Quad skates are rad. I love quad skates. Yeah, I've met some crazy dudes on quad skates. I've met some crazy girls on quad skates. I think quad skates are like freaking fire. <laughs> I love anybody that yeah. does a quad. Yeah, yeah, me talk too. To all day. I love like I did aggressive inline. You know also, younger. Yeah, I was about to say inline is literally the like two thousands inline is so nuts to me. Like I go back and watch those videos sometimes, and I'm like, that, it gives me anxiety. These, these guys the are literally ever throwing themselves at the ground. <laughs> they can't. They like just hit they a stair set and they'll just body down the stair set and just walk back up there. Like it was like a twenty stair. Yeah. Whew. They. I saw I this love- one video. This guy did yeah. a three, like a triple kink out of this, like one side's not, yeah, one side stairs, the other side is a three-story drop. Bruh. Homie's what? falling off of this drop, like repeatedly, and just getting back up and going back up. Yeah, I love, I love He's like hanging house. off the railing and getting flung, like it's just nuts. That's fire. I'm, me personally, when I grew up, I started out inlining. Like, I was that kid at the skate park that would, like, huck front flips out of a quarter pipe and not land in, like, land on their ass and, like, get back up. I love right. inline skates. Like, my skates are in my closet right over there. Like, right. I freaking love inline. Like, I have some clips on my Instagram, and I think inline is, like, something special. Like, that is core as F. Like, you can't get yeah. any more core than rollerblading. They're, you really can't. Yeah. Like, they're just. the community so small. They're freaking awesome. I love every single rollerblader I've ever met. Same with quads. Like, they're so sick. They're great people. They're always humble. They're probably high as hell. Like, I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you have to be at some point. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I take slams when like I ride that. My I love yeah. riding. I love oh, riding a scooter when I'm high. Like, I think weed and action sports go to what go together so well. Wait, can I talk about this? Yeah, you can. I actually okay. have not scootered high. You haven't like, I don't know. I can't function. Yeah, I, I can't really function when I'm high. Like, I feel like I have once, but I was like, eh. I was like, barely. Yeah. So it didn't I, really count. I will roll a joint, light that thing, and just hop on my skier. And that thing will be smoking as I'm riding. Like, I'll be hitting front boards, hitting, like, chill stuff. And then once I'm done with that, I put that thing out, and I'll just hit, like, crazy stuff. Because, like, yeah, we just, like, it's awesome. Weed is just beautiful. You can't get anything well, like like it. Um, I, it's it's just it's just part of action sports culture. Skateboarding and BMXing. Too. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. That's what I've noticed, especially like being at Woodward and getting to hang out with a bunch of pros and stuff. Is like there was a lot of weed going around. Mm-hmm. Like every like lots of people are smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't blame him. I mean, it's a great relaxer after no. you're done riding, and it's a great relaxer while you're riding. Like, if you have that, like, say you're trying you're trying to set, like, it's like a 10 set, and you're just getting bodied and bodied, and you're like, I'm going to take a break. You roll a joint, smoke it, relax for a couple seconds, go back and hit it. You'll probably land it first try because it gets back. It gets rid of all those negative thoughts. Weed is... Weed is a happy. Yeah. Like, a lot of people react to weed differently, and I hate talking about this because I'm not like medical and I don't know much about 
the whole side of like long-term right. impacts. But um, when you smoke and then you go to try something on your shooter, you don't think about, damn, I'm going to eat shit. I'm a small, I'm a, I'm a face plant. You think, oh, I'm going to do this trick real quick because it right. looks thick. And it just, I think that's what's awesome <laughs> about well, smoking. I think you don't also, think about that, like, the bad things that could happen, you're just like, I need to do this, and I need to do this, and then I need to do this, and then I'm landing. Yeah. I also get really loose on my like you just thinking about the process. Like, I feel like getting loose on your yeah. shooter is really key. You got to be loose. You got to sit back seat. You got to make everything look cute. <laughs> and I, I think that's what yeah. Awesome. yeah, so true. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. And you can see that in, like, your 360s. Your threes are beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. I love too. them. I, I, I like took a really long time to perfect them. Uh, it took me. A re- I had the. Yeah, you can you can see that. that. I love threes. They're they're. Yeah, beautiful you can see trick. how you like tuck it up. Yeah, you you like kind of what I do it. is I like tuck my knees and I'll like bend my knees like this much. So then I'll be up in my butt. Yeah. I'll look back at my butt and then I'll twist out. It's um uh, it's really easy to do actually. Right. It just takes a little bit of technique. Yeah, a little bit of. Uh sauce that's sauce a little bit of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that too no kind of like um um what's his name he's a skateboarder for uh red bull but there's a lot of those so yeah. um, um carl carl bergland geez. he's sponsored by red bull oski rosenberg sponsored by red bull um, um what he just released a part it's uh is it Hugo? Um, this guy. It was a really, it was really good. Jake, James, James, Jake Wooten, Jake Wooten, Jake Wooten, super Jake sick. Wooten, I met him Jake at Wooten. West. He like, he was like, yo, yeah, you're I did killing too. it. He said, yo, you're killing it and dap me up at uh, Art Park. And I was like, what? That's Jake Wooten. That's like yeah. world famous scooter rider, or not scooter rider, skateboarder. And homie just dap me up for doing a front board on a handrail. Like, bro. Yeah, he, I was at West too. I was at Art Park or by Art Park and I was like mm-hmm. OSIing there. And he yeah. literally walks up to me and introduces himself to me. That's right. Like I'm that somebody. Oh, so cool. And I'm like, I'm like, you are literally like, I will forever support you. Like you are such 100%. a sick homie. Like, yeah, he's like, so nice, dude. Yeah, I, I, he's awesome for this sport. I, I love Jake Wooten. He's such a great. And dude. His threes are like, if everybody in action sports was like Jake and had the same like, like mental mm-hmm. mentality towards it that he does, it would be so awesome. Have you seen how he, in the, the big sky part, he goes over the fence and he like, I don't even know how his ankle bended like this on the board. He like tucked his knee like underneath the board with his foot still on the board, tucked his board up like this, went over it, flattened it out and went the other tweak way. Just yep. like, what did you do? How is that even possible? His That's threes not- are like, his board's like up at his head. It's like yeah, way up It here. doesn't make sense. It and doesn't he like make pulls it around. Sense. <laughs> no. whips that on <laughs> but it looks sick yeah oh so that's what a... your threes make me think of is his oh, thank you thank you I, I, yeah. I appreciate that a lot that, that means a lot yeah <laughs> yeah jake Wood kills it shout out to tuesday yeah, I... tuesday kills it they yeah. put on fence yeah throw. how long <laughs> who, who is actually like head of tuesday um it's this girl named china she's sickest person i've ever met she's a girl scooter rider and one day in denver she like made like the account with like a bunch of like denver locals i i don't i don't know much behind like yeah. the back behind it but when i moved out to denver i was like riding with like the whole group and i like kind of like 
got in contact with them through Instagram because I was like, yo, I'm coming out to Denver soon. Like, right. just, is there any homies to ride with out here? And they like hit me back and they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they like post this super cool, like it's like an edit, but it has like the, the green screen effects in it. And it, it's just such a sick edit. And ever since I came out and started yeah. riding with them, you, you know what I'm talking about. They, they put me on their team and everything. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking team. about. Because Tuesday isn't like a team. Everybody's on Tuesday. That's like our whole it's motto. Like a crew. Yeah. It's just people who ride with us, people who have fun and have the same love of scootering. And that's what I love about Tuesday. We all have the same love. Yeah. For yeah, that's always what I've seen about it too. Like ever since I, I heard about it, since it was created, because I've been kind of like on the outskirts of the Denver scene for, for sure. a long time. Like, because I've been from South Dakota and I'd come down to Denver and ride all the time. So, yeah, for um, sure. I just love the community, uh, but yeah, I saw it and I was like, this is sick. Yeah. Like you go to Arvada and there's like 20 to 30 scooter riders every single day you go there and you're like, how do you guys just ride every single day? Like you guys are up here all the time and it's just, uh, it's right down the road. I love scootering. I like riding this park. I think that's so yeah. sick. Scootering, scootering in Denver. Yeah, this is my local. I'm like. <laughs> that was your local. Arvada was your local. No, it wasn't. I, I've heard, oh, I've had kids yeah. tell me that. They're like, oh yeah, this is my local. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I wish. Local. You know how good I'd be. <laughs> I, me personally, I am a. But. I I started when I first moved to Denver. I was really big on like going to the best parks in Denver. But like the past few times I've yeah. visited, I've tried going to like the worst parks, like prefab parks, like just parks that are just not many people go to because that's where you get the most creative. Less obstacles, the better. I feel. Yep. Yeah, growing up where I did, I had a lot of those because we had the crappiest prefab parks that were not mm-hmm. made by skaters. Right. So, like, there's just some special energy at those parks where, like, it's at a skate park, but it feels like a street spot because you, like, there's no, like, normal way to ride it. <laughs> 100%. And that's, that's what I love so about gotta... prefab parks. Prefab parks are freaking awesome. I feel yeah, like every every single like town should have a skate park in the u.s i feel like the u.s should be more skate friendly we're definitely in that yeah. direction like because like durango take example for durango we we are the skate friendly campus we have a skate park on the campus you can ride any spot you want to you're never going to get kicked out they're so supportive of it they they give money to the skaters yeah. so they can build new stuff at the skate park that we have on campus and i feel like if more colleges were dang, we want our kids to get out of the dorms, go ride their skateboards. Because you have to think about it. If you have a skate park on like a big campus, more kids are going to get out of their dorms and go to the skate park. They're not going to be wanting to sit inside all day. And like that goes for everything because I feel like our generation now is lazy. Not anybody really wants to go outside and yeah. like have fun. Like my biggest thing, I love hiking. I love being out in the wilderness. I love seeing new things I've never seen before. And a lot of people just rely on the internet to see stuff they haven't seen before. And I think that's really sad you can't experience right. yeah how's that skate club going by the way um that's awesome we have a, a mini ramp now we have a few rails um some ledges yeah yeah it's super sick out there i, I love was, it i was on that original team with like leighton and them when like we oh yeah it to the board and got it through at mm-hmm. port lewis so cool. i mean then i like immediately left but yeah it was, uh, <laughs> I, I've just seen it grow and like, it's so cool. Like I yes. love that that is something that happened there. And that's one of the only colleges I think that could have had that happen. True. Cause it's, it's like a perfect because college. It's, 
Yeah, it is. It totally is. Mm-hmm. And there's so many like good All spots right. on campus too. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I have one more question for you. It, we've gotten to that hour. Oh, for sure. A little bit, <laughs> so uh, we'll uh, we'll start wrapping her up. But I have one more question. Like, if you were gonna tell your your younger self something, or like some kid that's just coming into scootering, what advice would you give them or you? It ain't that deep, bro. It ain't that deep. It's like the best advice I'd give you. Don't get mad at your scooter. Don't throw your scooter. It ain't that deep. It's scootering. It's something meant to be taken lightly. That's like the best right. advice I'd give to my younger self. Because growing up, I threw my scooter a lot. I was an angry kid, but I slowly yeah. developed a chill and a peace with myself in scootering. Just don't take it so seriously. Right. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. It's supposed to be fun. That's very important. Yeah. I see lots of people that are taking it way too seriously and they're like, I need to get sponsored. I need to do this. I need to accomplish this. And you're like, just ride, bro. Yeah. Like trick. I, I love trick lists, but if you just go to the skate park and you ride and have fun with your friends, you're going to learn more tricks than looking at your trick list. hundred percent. And you're going to develop that style, that your yeah. individual style, because there's things that you're going to enjoy doing that you're just going to do a lot. Cause you're not going to want to like, Pressure yourself so. to learn a double heel kick list. It's a lot of strength. I, I actually, when I was younger, I got a calcium deposit in my elbow when I was scootering, doing so many kick lists. And I just quit scootering for like four months. And I like didn't like, I didn't even look at action sports. I didn't watch anything. I was straight like a frat boy almost. I was going to parties, drinking like all the time. And then I was like, yeah, Dang, I want to run my scooter again. And when I got back into scootering, I went to like the street side of things and I started being more like low impact, no tricks, like. Just cruising around, having fun. Like when the first month I got back into scootering, I don't think I did a single kickless bri flip or anything. I just cruised around on the streets with Wyatt. And Wyatt, like, why is my why is my twin flame with scootering? He is the one. He right. is the one that grew my style. And I thank my best friend so much for that. That's awesome. That's yeah. great to hear. Well, yeah, thank you again, Eric, for coming on and for talking sure. with me. It was really fun. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Super so. fun. I enjoyed it too. Well, sweet. And uh, hopefully, yeah. I'll see you out in Durango and we can catch a sesh. You dig? Yeah, I'm going to try to get through again um, bet, bet. when I come down, like for Worlds. Hopefully, I'll come through there. So awesome. Sweet. It was nice talking hopefully to you. Hopefully, I'll Trevor. see you then. For sure. Nice talking to you, too. Uh, what's your Instagram so people can go follow you on there, even though we talk about <laughs> that a lot on it's this? A, but, uh, it's a E E E R C K. So three E's and then R C K. Sweet. And then you have YouTube too? Uh, just Eric Christian, just my name. You can spell it off on my Instagram. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you You so much. Uh, I hope you do too. And uh, I'll see everybody else in the next episode. Thank you guys again for listening.